Hello, everybody, and welcome to Those Who Pod, episode five, presented by MGO Dow. My name is Reese, here as always with Wolverine Devotee and Pilliam. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing great. Doing great. Football's around the corner. Doing great. Can't complain. Absolutely. And uh, today's a special episode of Those Who Pod because we have our first guest with us, uh, Michigan football freshman running back Cole Cabana. Cole, thank you for joining. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, how's the life on campus so far? Um, It's pretty sweet. I've been here for like three three-ish months like two months of class and uh you know definitely no complaints I'm, I'm loving it up here awesome so uh yeah coming out of the high school you know you're the star and you're just walking into a running back room with Blake Corum Donovan Edwards and you got Mike Hart as your running backs coach what's that feeling like um it's it's pretty crazy I will not lie you know to have like two of the best running backs in college football and I mean, you know, they're they're a little banged up right now. So, but just learning from them is uh, it's just something like I won't really ever be able to experience again. So, um, especially like my first year here, and already being able to learn from those three people, um, I'm already just so much different from high school, and I've learned so much. So I'm just I'm I'm really excited to show people what I've learned. Awesome. So you getting a lot of reps in practice with them kind of banged up right now? Uh yeah. Yeah. It's it's been fun. It's it's been a cool there's there's quite a bit of running backs, but you know, most of the the reps are split up pretty evenly. So it's been pretty fun. Awesome. Awesome, man. Great to hear. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we kinda wanna introduce you to the fan base. And so, you know, growing up, just kinda wanna find out, you know, who are your top three favorite football players growing up? Oh, top three, I would say. When I was real young, me and my me and my parents are big. Uh, Tim Tebow, yeah, I'm a I'm a follower of Christ. So just to see the things uh, he did, and he always gave praise to God. Uh, that was kind of like my role model growing up. And then you know, as I started uh, kind of figuring out football and stuff. I watched a lot of Christian McCaffrey just because he he was kind of the same way, big follower of Christ, and he played my position. So it was a good role model to look up to. And um, now recently, I like that's who I get compared to. So I think that's pretty cool. And uh, it's it's pretty cool that someone I looked up to and now we have like similar play styles. So I think that's a pretty sweet thing. And then uh, number three, I don't know. Trying to think, I was a big, uh, I was a big Cam Newton guy growing up. I, I, I messed with Cam Newton. I liked his energy, so I would say, I would say those are the three. Those are three pretty good ones. I mean, I, I love Tebow and uh, Cam Newton as well. You kind of answered my second question I had for you, which is, you know, who do, who do you believe your uh, uh, style plays most similar to? So you kind of got that uh, hammered out in one with Christian McCaffrey. So that, that's a good comparison. Yes, sir. Cole, uh, growing up just uh, 20 minutes away at Dexter, uh, you had to have gone to the big house for games before. Uh, did you feel a pull to stay close to home at all uh, with that familiarity being close to home when you were going through your recruiting process? Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't feel like like I had to. Like, I was kind of trying to keep that out of the picture because I just wanted to find the place that 
that felt like home to me and uh, had the best coaches and somewhere I felt like I'd be the most successful. And um, I mean, I think that that probably did have some effect just because that's the school that I was visiting the most. And, you know, I just got I, I was going up there so much. It was pretty much just like I, I got close with all the coaches pretty quick. So I think I think that definitely helped it feel like home. But at the end of the day, I just I couldn't see myself anywhere else. So when, when would you say you made that decision? Was that like on a recruiting visit or was it just kind of like a feel over time? Um, at the, at the very end, it was, it was pretty much down to Michigan and Michigan state. And, um, I mean, there's a couple others, but it was, it was, I actually committed like right after a state visit and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I had, I had went to them back to back and, I just just kind of found out that I I love Michigan and that that's where I wanted to play. I, I know you were uh, I know you were number four at Dexter. Uh, did, did you get to pick your jersey number number twenty four? Uh yeah, we picked them we picked them right when right when we got here and we started practicing with bull prep. So there wasn't too many options, you know, coming halfway through the year, but. Um, yeah, I, I got 24 and then I just kind of decided to stuck for, stick with it for this season. And, um, I think, I think next season or one of the following, I'll probably, probably end up getting a single digit because that's, that's usually what I like to rock with. I've wore like four and five in the past, but yeah, I'm sticking with 24 for now. And I, I like it, especially as like a college football running back number. It's a, it's a, it's a good number. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, good transition. The next question, you uh, were able to travel down to the Fiesta Bowl when you enrolled early. And uh, what was that like having your first practices in Glendale with the team that's preparing for the playoffs? Um, it was it was pretty crazy. You know, obviously, we didn't we didn't know the playbook too well. So practicing was was a little complicated, but, it you know, we were mostly just getting the feel for things and uh just kind of taking the mental reps at, at most of the times because, you know, we ran some scout team and stuff like that. We, we weren't doing anything crazy. Most of the time we had, like, some of the older running backs, like, telling us what to do for this play and stuff like that. But it was – I think it's, like – I think it was great for all the early enrollees to kind of get that feeling and watching that uh, loss because, it like, we – you know, we had just gotten there. We had already – we were already mad about it. So – I think I think it's definitely going to help us in the long run for sure. Yeah. So does that loss really have the team motivated for this next season? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I don't have too much experience in college football, but you know, just going going throughout the workouts, the lifts, the practices, it's it's obviously a different energy from what I've ever seen, and I'm sure it's different from a lot of colleges. And I think I think we're going to do big things this year. Love to hear that. For sure. And, you know, speaking as big, you know, speaking about big things and, you know, you kind of brought up that, you know, Michigan is kind of that, you know, that perfect fit of, you know, culture, coaches, you know, where it could kind of take you, you know, having the advantage of, you know, just starting your career and, you know, getting, you know, early reps kind of gives, you know, the opportunity to kind of say, hey, you know, I want to set these goals for myself, you know, for my career at Michigan. So, you know, are there any goals that you kind of have personally and as a team that, you know, you want to accomplish during your time here at U of M? 
Oh, as a team, that's simple. That's just a national championship. We, I'm well, my goal is to not not I'm not leaving until we get one of those. So we're we're pretty set on that. Awesome! Great to hear. Love to hear that. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, growing up, like obviously football. Did you play any other sports when you were growing up in addition to football? Uh, yeah. When I was real little, you know, I I played a little bit of little soccer, um, basketball. I played a lot of basketball. And then when I was real little, I was doing some gymnastics too, you know. Got wow. got to get my flips in and stuff like that. So, <laughs> uh, and then as I got to like, uh, I, I started doing track like early middle school, stuff like that. And then, uh, but once I got older, I had to choose between soccer and football. And it actually took me a while. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. But uh, at the end of the day, I chose football, and I, I was pretty happy with that decision. And then ended up obviously playing football throughout high school. And then freshman, sophomore year, I played basketball. It was like I didn't really want to, and I ended up joining like halfway through the season, both both years. But you know, I just I just like playing with my guys, so that was that was a lot of fun. And then I did a track my I didn't have a freshman year season because of COVID so I did that sophomore junior year and then I didn't do that senior year because I early enrolled okay so I know Harbaugh loves his uh, multi-sport athletes did he talk to you about that a lot and did he appreciate your soccer background uh I don't know I, I, don't, I don't know if we I don't really recall talking about soccer too much but uh okay you know, obviously, they they like my my track times, and they they like seeing me being fast on the football field, and as well as but uh, doing good in track and stuff like that. Would you say you were like a star soccer player to my team? Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, it was yeah. it was when I was when I was real young, but yeah, no, nah, it was it was it was pretty cool. I think I think I was a pretty solid player. I played a uh, pretty competitive soccer growing up. So I know, you know, you're young, but uh, I don't know. It seems like a big deal at the time. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Soccer. I feel like everyone plays soccer when they're little. So, yeah, it was pretty sweet. All right. So, yeah, what can we expect from you in the spring game then? Oh, I'm, I'm coming. I got, I got high expectations for myself and the rest of the team. And, you know, I'm just going to try to show everyone what I'm about. And, you know, that's, that's where a lot of decisions are made about or like it kind of shows everyone a good idea of like playing time and stuff like that and what people are really made of. So, you know, I'm, I'm coming for it all for sure. So I know you said you're like uh, Christian McCaffrey kind of, uh, are you, you know, catching a lot of passes out of the backfield or they splitting you out at all like Donovan Edwards? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to empty quite a bit and then, um, uh, we throw the ball to the backs quite a bit, so I would say, yeah, me and Donovan are uh, we're the ones catching most of the balls, and I got a couple routes uh, out of empty too. So I'm kind of doing a little bit of everything, a little bit of special team stuff like that. So yeah, I saw you uh, appeared on Wolverine Plus with the rest of the early enrollees, and uh, Valiant's doing a bunch of other great stuff with the football team. Uh, I also saw you recently did, or you recently announced a clothing brand partnership. Um, so how do you feel about your NIL opportunities so far at Michigan? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big uh, stage to be on and definitely draws quite a bit of attention and companies and stuff like that. 
And so, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I can't, I don't know what all to say, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good and all that. And I know a lot of other people are too. So there's, there's definitely a great opportunity here. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um, yeah, when I was in school, they didn't have that. So um, <laughs> yeah. glad, I'm glad athletes can finally capitalize on it. Oh, yeah, it's pretty crazy just playing the sport you love and having fun with you guys, and then you also get to make money. So it's, it's, it's not a bad deal. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cool. You know, you just recently said, you know, a little while back that, you know, the kind of goal for this team is to kind of win a national championship. You know, obviously we don't have internal access, what's going on, you know, as far as, you know, who's driving the motivation, but who would you say, you know, some of the player leaders are of this team thus far, kind of driving that, uh, that energy upwards? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's a hard one. I feel like, I feel like that's something special about this. This team is that they're just, they're everywhere. Like it's, I mean, everywhere you look, one of the older guys will help you out, you know, get you get you back on track if you if you need that. And um, I mean, as an offensive player, obviously we with JJ, he's a he's a big leader on the offense, a lot of the wide receivers and then Blake and Donovan are really always helping out. So they're, they're really just everywhere and special team. We got like teams for special teams like we did a draft and stuff. And my captain was Mikey. So he's he's been a great leader. So it's it's been real fun. Awesome. Great to hear. Yeah. So uh, what other freshmen should we watch out for this spring and uh, fall? Um, all of us, honestly, we're all we're all looking pretty dangerous this year. I think I think we've all had great, great spring spring ball practices. So I think I think everyone's going to get on the field a little bit and do big things. And you think JJ is ready to take that leap up uh, next year as a second year as a starter? Oh yeah, no, he's been looking great. He's 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 a freak for sure. I think I think he's gonna have a great season as well as the rest of the team. Cool question for you. You know, thus far. You know, have you have you kind of had that welcome to college moment? I know, you know, when you kind of, you know, enter, you know, a next league of the sport, you know, going from high school to college or, you know, college NFL, you kind of have that welcome to college moment. Have you had that moment where you kind of realize, like, man, these guys around me are just super athletes? Um, I mean, yeah, definitely stepping in the weight room for the first time. You kind of just just realize how how strong some people are. I remember we were doing uh, some Turkish get ups. I had finally hit like a hundred pounds. I look over, I see Chris Jenkins doing like some crazy stuff, just dumbbell bigger than my body, lifting it up over his head. It was pretty crazy, but that was a little more recent. But my 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 welcome to college football moment was definitely on the very first day of uh, practice that we were allowed to practice for the bull prep. I remember I was we were supposed to get there at like seven or eight or something, and I was actually, I was staying at my crib, which is like 15 minutes. And, you know, we were supposed to be there in like 30, 30 minutes. That's when stuff like meeting started and stuff. And I remember I was getting ready to leave, you know, 15 minutes early. And I get a call from Coach Hart. He said, he said, he, he started yelling at me a little bit. He's like, why aren't you here? And I was like, what you mean? I'm about to leave. Like, I'll be 15 minutes early. And he's like, like seven means six o'clock, blah, 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 blah. So I was, 
that that definitely woke me up a little bit, and I was like, okay, I, I realized how serious this stuff is. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, talk about welcome to college football moments. Have you like taken any big hits yet, or just had someone like kind of ring your bell a bit? Um. Yeah, I mean, we've had probably what three, three or four contact practices, and you know, I mean. You're you're pretty much gonna get hit hard every time. So, I mean, I I don't think. I mean, I haven't gotten like blown up or anything crazy, but yeah, no, I've taken I've taken some pretty big hits from some pretty big guys. So, it's definitely woken me up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's some big boys on that defense. For sure. Uh, what do you like to do outside of football? You got any hobbies? Um, I mean, right now with us being so busy with classes, lifting, meetings, practice, uh, you know, we got tutors and stuff like that. Right, we, you know, we're not we're not doing too much outside of out of all that right now. But I mean, when we do, I'll, I'll just be chilling with the rest of the early enrollee guys. When I'm back home, I like I like fishing and hunting and stuff like that, hanging out with my boys. But other than that, that's about it. All right, an outdoorsman. Uh, yeah, Pilium, WD, you got any, any other questions? Yeah, I got a kind of a random question for you, Cole. Uh, if you had to play a position other than running back, what would you play? Um, I don't know. I grew up, I when I was little, I played a little bit of quarterback, and, you know, I never had the best arm. It was usually, usually more of a tuck it and run it, but – um, I don't know. I would, I would probably, as of right now, I'd probably say like slot and receiver and stuff like that, just because that's that's another position I'm pretty good at, and I've been I've been playing quite a bit of it. So, I, I think I think I think I'd probably probably play that. Yeah, and another question I kind of have is, you know, coming from you know being kind of the the local kid, you know, for the program, you know, what's a what's a moment in your high in your football career you've had thus far that's your favorite that kind of stands out? Like this is definitely like my favorite moment that I've had thus far in football. You talk about like in high school, high school. It could be even now, you know. I mean, um, I would say my my favorite high school moment. Would either have to be when uh, we won our first SEC championship, um, and like uh, ever, and you know the 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 crowd stormed the field and all that. We beat um, we beat Celine, which was a pretty big win for us. They got some pretty good players over there, and you know it's just something that the community had never never experienced. So it felt pretty good to finally give that to them, and then. Another another pretty crazy moment was uh, in our semifinal game. It was like coming down to the wire, and I just it was like a two hour drive. It was a blizzard. Like we were getting like feet of snow at the end of the game. It was crazy. Like you couldn't see ten yards in front of you. You you never knew what was about to hit you. And uh, I just remember looking up in the stands at the very end of the game, and just seeing this. Like we had we were the home team, so we had this huge these huge stands and it was just packed and it was pretty pretty crazy for a community to to travel like that and I I just remember them stomping on the bleachers and starting to chant we believe which had kind of become our 
community motto and you'd see it written all over the buildings and stuff like that. And so just to be a part of something like that and help like change the community, it, it was just something real special that, that I'll probably never get to experience again. Awesome, man. That's great. Yes, sir. That's a great feeling. Um, so how much have you dealt with like Jim Harbaugh himself? I know he's kind of known for having a pretty big personality. Um, what's your relationship with him like and any funny stories about Harbaugh? Um, yeah, no, I have a great relationship with them. You know, obviously in the recruiting process, I got to, got to hang out with him a lot. And, um, yeah, he's just a great dude. Funny dude. He, he's just he's just funny without even being trying or funny without trying. So he's, he's a sweet dude. And my favorite, my favorite moment with him was probably uh, one of the times I first sat down in his office, he, he just randomly mentioned um, me. I was probably, geez, fifth grade or something like that. And I went to this Michigan camp. And I ended up like winning the race. Like everyone, they just had everyone line up and race, and I ended up winning it. And he like brought me to the center of the field and announced me and all that. And it was crazy because you know, like ten years later or something, he he just randomly sat sat me down in his office with my family, and he just mentioned that and was talking about how he remembered holding my arm up in there, which was just you know a pretty special feeling and just. It just says a lot about him, like, remembering stuff like that. So he's a, he's a sweet dude. Yeah, it's hilarious. I know he uh, he loves those little competitions on the side, uh, things like racing and things like that. Um, sure. uh, yeah, he just genuinely seems to love his players. Uh, do, you, do you feel that way? And how big of a um, – how much did that factor into your decision to play for Michigan? Did you feel anything like that with other coaches or – um, would you say Harbaugh kind of stands out there? Um, I think I think he stands out um, just the way he cares for his players, like you said. And you know, now I like it. Now I know it wasn't just part of like the recruiting process, like him like changing up his act because you know we'll we'll be we'll get out of practice and we'll be eating dinner and he's just sitting down hanging out with players, eating the same food, just sitting in the same seats as us. So. He's 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 a real fun fun dude to be around. All right. So um, yeah, I think uh, that's about it for me. Pilliam, WD, you guys got anything else? Uh, what uh, what kind of classes you taking early on in Michigan? Um, right now it's a lot of like English classes and stuff like that. We're in like LSA. But um, after this semester, we'll we'll kind of all like all the early enrollees got put into that, and then after this semester, we'll kind of start to go into our majors. And have you decided it at all, or thought about your major? Um. Yeah, I think I'll do sports management. Awesome. Okay. What what dorm are you staying in? Uh, I'm in East right now, We're, but we move it out into apartments. And once the summer hits. Okay. That'd be nice. Yeah. As far as like living in Ann Arbor thus far, I mean, there's like a lot of great food options, you know, have you kind of like explored around, you know, tried anywhere, found anywhere great thus far? Um, yeah, I would say 
I would say the, the so you know we got these red cards that kind of help us out with our food and there's there's a bunch of places around Ann Arbor that that you can go to and use that and the places I use it the most is probably NYPD New York uh, Pizza and then uh, Baba Dari they got some good wings and then I'll hit Subway on the way back to the dorms every once in a while so there, there's some there's some there's some good places out here for sure. Joe's Pizza, that's real good too. Oh, yeah. There you go. But yeah, no, there's there's a bunch of places. Have you been to Mr. Spots yet? I have not. Got to check that out. Got to check that one out. It's great. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's it. Um, Cole, really appreciate you coming on. It was really fun talking to you. Um, yeah, I mean, good luck this season. Hope to, uh, you know, watch you score some touchdowns out there and can't wait to see you in the spring game. I appreciate you guys having me out here. Sure, Cole. No, thanks for joining, man. You know, really excited to kind of watch your career here. You know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you're going to do really great things here. And, I mean, we're all super excited. I think kind of speak for everyone. So, thanks for coming on and all rooting for you guys, man. I'm super excited. For sure. I appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck, Cole. I very much looking forward to you at the big house this fall. And I know you got some great teammates and coaches to learn from. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, fellas. All right. Once again, Cole Cabana, freshman running back on the University of Michigan football team. Uh, thank you for coming on and go blue. Go blue, baby. I'll catch y'all. All right. Go blue, Cole. See you. Go, go blue. blue. All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, so Cole Cabana, how'd you guys feel about that? Yeah, that was that was a great time. I I really like him, and I think he's gonna be a great player here. He's the man, the myth, the legend. You know, awesome to have him. Yeah, on. it was really cool talking to him. So uh, yeah, good luck to Cole. Thank you again for coming on those who pod. And uh, so yeah, now we're gonna talk a little NCAA tournament. Um, we're gonna start with the the fake tournament the uh the one michigan did not get an invite to um in pilium you're gonna you're gonna take us through this yeah you know i mean i don't think anyone's gonna be watching this tournament it's like a field of like 60 you know whatever 68 teams or whatever it's, it's it's not that big a deal final four in houston or whatever nbd no big deal no one's gonna be watching so don't worry about it but this is all hypothetical you know it's like hey you know it's the, the the big tournament is the NIT one the one that ends in Las Vegas. That's the one everyone's gonna be watching. So you know, let's let's kick this off. So we have the number one seed in the uh, which which division? South Division playing either Texas A and M, uh, Corpus Christi, or Southeastern Missouri State. So who do we have that matchup right there? One versus sixteen. I'm gonna say one of the sixteen seeds will upset Alabama. That's crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had luck for it to happen, but that's not happening, man. I'm just I'm just really mad that Alabama is now good at basketball. Like what what the hell is this? And they don't even care. My one year. They don't even care either. Like, I mean, there's there's basketball fans, but like a majority of them don't even they don't care. They're like one spring football. No, they're just upset Duke isn't doing that well. They're football fans. So, you know, let's I'm actually feeling bad for them right now. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I don't, I think Alabama will win that game. It's in Birmingham. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would love to see it happen though. That would be delicious. All right. I, I agree with that. You know, Alabama does it, uh, going on to the next game in South region. We have Maryland versus West Virginia. What, what do we kind of think about that game? So that's oddly enough for people who don't know, that is actually a rivalry game. Um, being that those are border, border states too. Um, they, people do not get along from Maryland, West Virginia. Uh, I'm not sure if the players have any idea about that being a rivalry. It's more of a football thing. Uh, I think Maryland's going to get that win. Uh, they don't have Turgeon anymore. Uh, Kevin Willard's a decent coach. I think they'll win that one. I couldn't, like, you know, I'm sure for the all, you know, residents of those two states, you know, I'm sure for however many West Virginia and Maryland fans, you know, really have a, have a seething hatred for the others. It's going to be a big game, so I'm happy for them. But, uh, you know, I, I got to go with West Virginia here. I, I think that the Big 12 is just a much better conference than the Big 10. So give me the nine seed over the eight. You know, this, this is a big upset tends to happen is the underrated nine seed that plays in the conference versus, you know, some eight seed that probably didn't deserve it. And I'm going to be honest, kind of watching Maryland this year. I don't know if they're really some great shakes. I'll be, I'll be very honest. So give, give me the Mountaineers, you know, the other blue and yellow team. You know, I, you know they're, they're kind of like, you know, Michigan looking. So. I am a fan of them, you know, so that's kind of why I'm good. So who, what are you thinking now? Yeah, I mean, uh, John Bieland's former team, uh, his fingerprints are still all over that thing. So I'm going to take West Virginia here. That, that hurts to bring that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. Uh, next game in the South region is San Diego State, the Aztecs, with another former Michigan legend, uh, Brady Hoke, at the helm. Uh, playing against the College Charleston. What, what do we kind of think about this game? The, the 5 versus 12 seed. Give me Brady uh, Hoke. <laughs> uh, funny enough, in addition to Hoke, uh, San Diego State, they're coached by Brian Dutcher, who was a longtime Michigan assistant. And in fact, he recruited Jawan in the Fab Five. Um, he's been there a very long time. In fact, when we were looking for a coach, I kind of floated his name out there. Uh, he's got them rolling. Uh, I think he, they win that game. Yeah, I mean, would it be crazy if I told you guys I've actively looked into investing in a uh, San Diego State Aztecs 47 hoodie or something? Because I think they're just dope. And I, you know, <laughs> I just like them. <laughs> like, it's like ones who I've always wanted, like, something for. I guess they don't, like, ever do anything with us, but I just like them a lot. Yeah, that's a pretty cool team, the Aztecs. I, I kind of like their vibe. Oh, dude, my second favorite helmet in college football, I won't even lie. Like, behind Michigan, like, as far as, like, the modern helmets, their helmets are so cool in football. Oh, that's so cool. And they have their new stadium. Good for San Diego State, future Pac-12 member. Uh, you know, that's too bad that they're going to lose the College of Charleston. I don't know if anyone's watched uh, watched them that much this year. They are ballers, man. That's a really good team. Uh, give me the College of Charleston. On True TV, so truly nobody will be watching. <laughs> I love whenever the search metrics come out and it's like, what channel is True TV? It goes up in March like skyrockets. <laughs> uh, it's always so funny. <laughs> that that must hurt the execs over there. Well, that's the Impractical Jokers Network. Yeah, I mean they're watching for that, but they're you know they're not watching for much else. Ah, yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. Uh, University of Virginia Cavaliers of the four seed playing number thirteen Furman. What do we kind of think about that one? I'm thinking Furman pulls the upset there. Yeah, Josh Furman, uh, former Michigan player. I think he was a quarterback or something. Um, give me Furman. Scientific pick in here at, at those who pod. Um, you know, 
one of my best friends goes to UVA and you know what, uh, like, you know, they, they barely beat us this year, but you know what? So if a team beats us and they're out of conference and you know, I got a friend that goes there, I'm going to root for the, for the Cavaliers. I think that's my team of the tournament is the Cavs. So, you know what, G- give me the Virginia Cavaliers to, uh, to pull off the, uh, pull off the win there. All right. Correction. Josh Furman was a football safety. That was still a really good pull, though. Like, I've not heard that name. <laughs> Just that one of those. Uh, apparently, he's my age, so uh, must have got there at the same time as me. Legend. All right. Next, we got uh, number six, Creighton, versus number 11, NC State. What are we kind of thinking there? Give me Creighton. Uh, one of those weird basketball-only schools. Um just I was I was ride with them in the tournament, even though they they never make it that far. But I feel like they'll get out of the first round. Uh, NC State they barely made it into the NCAA tournament. I mean they they're not in the first four or anything, but they were showing up on a lot of NITU bracketology. Uh, so I think I think they'll get that win there. They're excited to be there. Yeah, I mean I I think I'm gonna go with Creighton. Uh, I think NC State, like you said, is just kind of not one of those really great. 11 seeds generally generally these 11 seeds tend to lose um you know that's how seeding works is the worst team is usually the lower seed um so <laughs> give me Creighton you know they, they play well in the Big East and you know the Big East is always kind of a solid conference I've always kind of always rooted for them a little bit just because you know all they play is basketball and I, mean, I feel bad for schools like Georgetown that are kind of terrible so you know g- give me the Creighton give me the fight in uh Blue Jays so over NC State now we got a Number three, uh, three rated, uh, three seeded Baylor versus number fourteen UCSB. What do we kind of think here? Uh, I think I think Baylor will win that one. Usually, I'd I'd take a little bit longer look when the Gauchos of UCSB are involved, but uh, I think Baylor gets them. Yeah, I just found out they're called the Gauchos, so I'm gonna ride with them. <laughs> I w- okay, so I'll tell you guys this. I've I've been to UCSB's campus, and it is the most beautiful campus I've ever seen. I love UCSB's campus. I love the Gauchos, man. I won't lie. But uh, coming out of high school, Baylor gave me a big scholarship, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Baylor Bears. <laughs> I think the Baylor Bears get the, get the win that they're expected to get. So, I mean, you know, I, I know the Gauchos are good, and, you know, I, I really like them a lot. So, you know, but – I. I just think the Big 12 is so good. Like I, I I'm gonna, you're, you're gonna notice a trend with a lot of my bracket with my bracket this year, and it's a lot of Big 12. I, I think that conference is just kind of crazy. So kind of going with Baylor. Uh, next we have a the classic rivalry game, number seven Missouri versus number ten Utah State. What do we kind of think of this one? Uh, Missouri, oh no, it pains me to say this. Uh, the SEC is pretty good this year. I've watched Missouri a few times. I think they're going to get that one done. Utah State, another team that should have probably been in the NIT. I'll also take the Tigers. Yeah, I'll take the other M school as well. So that, that's a that's a fair one. And then lastly, we got two Arizona versus the 15th seeded Princeton Tigers. What do we kind of think about that one? Unfortunately, I think Arizona's probably got too much athleticism. For an Ivy League school, so uh, I'm gonna take Arizona oh, here. Jalen Llewellyn, respect. Oh, true. Show some respect. How about, yeah. how about you, do? If Llewellyn uh, was still playing there, maybe. I don't know if they still run the Princeton offense, the with the crazy three point shooting that they used to do back in the day. 
Uh, I think Arizona is going to win that one. Um, I've picked Ivy League teams in recent years, and it just hasn't worked out very well for me. So I'm just going to stick with uh, Arizona on this one. Yeah, give me the frat boys over the smart kids. So uh, that, that's an easy one for me. Uh, okay, so now coming up here, we have uh, Bama versus uh, Maryland or West Virginia. What are we kind of thinking there? Um, so I had Maryland uh, winning that. I think Alabama will beat Maryland, though. Yeah, I think Bama's probably going to do pretty well here. Yeah, I'd say Bama's a lock as well. They're a really solid team. And it hurts to say that. I really dislike this Bama team. So, uh, yeah, that, that kind of sucks. Uh, next, we have uh, uh, either San Diego State or College of Charleston versus Virginia or Furman. So what do we, what do we kind of think about this this potential uh, little matchup here? we got to come to consensus, all right? got to have give, like, some debate. Give I, me the Aztecs to ride. <laughs> What's up? Aztecs. Come out of that yeah. four on True TV that nobody's gonna watch. Yeah, I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with them too. Yep. Uh, I mean, I picked College of Charleston, and you know what? I think they beat Virginia, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna pick a College of Charleston. Wow. Yeah, over whomever. They're a good team. I'm telling you, they are good. Like this is like you'll see. There's another. There's another team that is like really good. Like this is mid major. So. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll spill the beans when we get to that region. For sure. And let's kind All of right. come down to the southern part of the southern bracket. Uh, we have Creighton versus Baylor or the Gauchos. What are we kind of thinking there? Gauchos. <laughs> Gauchos. <laughs> Your final is going to be the Gauchos. <laughs> I'm going to go with Baylor, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm a stick and bears as well. Hey, look, they're just good, man. I mean, it pains to say, but, you know, it's kind of trash. Uh, yeah, we have uh, number seven, Missouri Tigers versus uh, seems like the, the, the frat boys of Arizona. What do we kind of think? Uh, frat boys. Yeah, I think yep. frat boys too. I think that's an easy one. All right. So now, see, now the problem is I can't actually like write in the bracket, so I got to kind of like have a good memory. Um, so it's going to be Bama versus either the College of Charleston San Diego State or, or Virginia. What, what, what do you kind of think of that one? Give me the Aztecs. Aztecs all the Aztecs. way. Aztecs Final Four. You heard it here first. I wish that were true. Oh, it's going to be Bama just out of spite of everyone to make the Elite Eight. That's going to that's gonna suck. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's look at this southern region here down here. What do we think about Baylor versus Arizona? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with yeah, Baylor. I, I, I'm going to go with Baylor there just because they have that national title a couple years ago. Got the experience. I, I do think Arizona is going to beat the Gauchos. So this is where the run ends for the Gauchos. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know what? The frat bros of Arizona, I, you know, I've watched a little bit of their games. And they have, like, every year they have some crazy athletic centers. And I – believe they do again this year they have just some just some freak down there and i think that's kind of hard i believe baylor has a pretty significant injury somewhere that won't be back for the tournament so give me the give me the frat bros of arizona i think we're gonna get a a very very traditional one versus two here in the southern region so we have uh, alabama versus the versus the zonies out here give me zona i just don't i don't trust alabama um i feel like nobody just Anytime you have a team just come in as the number one seed, like 
that isn't a traditional powerhouse and they, they get a one seed and I don't really see them making the final four. I know they're a really good team. Got one of the better players in the country, but uh, give me Zona here. I, I think they got a little more experience with this. So I had uh, San Diego State over Alabama, so that'll match them up oh, with true. that'll match them up with uh, um, Baylor Sorry. for me. Oh yeah, you're right for for mine. Um, and then I would I was my regional winner. That's gonna be San Diego State. I'm rolling with them. Brady Hoke coaching his team to a to a Final Four run. <laughs> uh, he's gonna yeah. walk to the Final Four. He's just gonna be clapping. We'll see him on that. He'll be clapping away. Um, <laughs> you won't even wear a headset. Okay. Uh, so I, I think for my unfortunately, I, I think I'm gonna go with Alabama. Um, they they are really good. I mean, Brandon Miller is he's an incredible athlete. I mean, he's a really good player. Um, pains me to say it. I really I, like I, I actually hate this Alabama team so much. I really I, I don't want to go too much into it, but I'm not a fan. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, give me the Bama. You know, roll, roll damn tide for, uh, you know, my, uh, my first Final Four team. So kind of kind of sucks there. Which region we want to do next, boys? Who, who are we kind of feeling? What, 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 what besides the South we want to get into? Um, we go East, I'm ready to slander Purdue. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, I, I did want to go East. All right. All right. So Purdue, the uh, very much the beneficiaries of many, many calls – our favorite team, Purdue Boilermakers, they will be playing either Texas Southern or Fairleigh Dickinson. Who do, who do, who do we think there? Uh, I think they'll be playing Fairleigh Dickinson. I think and Dickinson I... gets revenge on Purdue. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, man. 16 <laughs> over one? I, I think, yeah, Purdue probably wins the first, the first game, but that's it. Okay. I, I think... I think round one just is due to the fact that they like they're just like he's Zachy's just too tall for any of those like really small schools. So if it was if it was if they didn't have him, I mean they wouldn't be in the position one because they would never get all the calls. So you know, give me and give me the the boiler downs and then uh yeah uh okay moving on to the next one. This one's actually like a really interesting game in my opinion. It's uh, eight seeded Memphis versus number nine seeded FAU. What do you guys kind of think of this one? This one is one that I'm I, I'm not going to be watching much of the NCAA tournament, but this is a game I'm definitely going to tune into. FAU, they're you know if you see the record, they're 31 and three. They're yeah. one of the best teams in the country. They have a net ranking of 15, um, and they would probably be a much better seed if they played in a better conference with that record. I think they beat Memphis, and I will save the rest of that my spiel with FAU for later in the bracket. Oh yeah, trust me. I, no, I agree, man. I'm a, I'm on Team Owls. Go go fighting Owls of the Florida Atlantic, the FAU, as they call it. Um, yeah, give me them. Yeah, give me the Owls as well. Um, great mascot, great logo. Haven't watched a second of them. Go out. Nice campus too. Nice campus actually. It's in Boca Raton. It's a nice campus. And it's it, the funny thing is the least scientific our brackets are usually the best ones that wind up doing the best in the competitions. We just do it by campus exactly. training because you're, you're you're more distressed. You know, you're not coming into the NCAA tournament all, all pent up. You know, with energy. So you know, maybe, maybe that's what we got to do. Just a chill campus. You know. True. It's like Florida Gulf Coast when they they ran through. Man, San Diego State would be. Doing real well in that bracket. <laughs> all right, all right. So now we have uh, the fifth seeded Duke Blue Devils versus the number twelve seeded 
Oral Roberts University, a, a fan favorite of the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, Oral Roberts, um, yeah, holds a special place in all our hearts. Um, and yeah, I feel like they're going to be a popular pick to upside Duke. We'll take them. All right. Yeah, I, I'm feeling it too. They're going to they're going to give Duke an Oral Roberts. okay i know everyone's gonna pick oral roberts because of you know arenas or whatever i think he's still there not gilbert arenas but whomever they have now i forgot his name but we all remember that crazy crazy score from the ohio state game and you know it's just not gonna happen duke's duke's super underrated they're 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 not bad john schleyer's got it turned around give me the give me the blue devils also probably a better campus it should be noted. So it's a beautiful campus there. So and they're, they're, they're relaxed. They're, they're chilled out. Give me the Blue Devils. So the next, we have uh, number four, our Tennessee Volunteers, uh, another fan favorite for the Michigan Wolverines. Versus, uh, the number 13, uh, University of Louisiana, or Asian Cajuns. What, what kind of thing are the Asian Cajuns there? Um, you know, that would uh, – I'd love seeing Tennessee – fall but uh i think they'll win this one i just have a feeling it's going to be uh tennessee or or roberts in the next round yeah i think uh they'll be looking to the avenge that loss from last year where they failed to make it to the sweet 16 famously um and i'm I'm gonna take tennessee here so here's the deal about tennessee they're coached by rick barnes and if there's one thing that's true in life you never take rick barnes in the ncaa tournament i'm not gonna do it give me those raging cajuns there Sounds like go. a fast food restaurant. It kind of is a fast food restaurant. That, their logo, I always thought it could be a lot cooler. It's literally just spelt out Rage and Cajuns. And like awesome team name, actually, like really cool team name. Why couldn't they come with like a cool logo? I think they have like a pepper as one of their logos or something. Yeah, the the uh, the peppers actually, uh, you know, where the comma goes. The apostrophe. Yeah, the yeah. apostrophe. The pepper. No, I'm looking yeah. at it now. No, it's cool, dude. That's a cool like mascot, man. Like I, I like that. Get, Give me the Raging Cajuns. All right. Next, we have actually a really tough game, I think. And uh, it's a game I think that I'm going to be watching probably and has, it's going to have a lot of attention on it. It's uh, it's Calipari's uh, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Wildcats at six versus the number 11th seeded uh, Providence Friars. So what, what do we kind of think about that little matchup? That 6-11 spot is where a lot of upsets happen. So what do, what, what do we kind of think? Uh, I think Providence beats them pretty good, and it's not close. And Kentucky fans uh, call for Cal Perry to be fired even louder. Yeah, Sister Jean picked Kentucky to win it all. Um, give me the Friars. She did? Yeah, before the brackets came out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. And you know, I was going to pick Kentucky because they have sheet wet. You know what? No, 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 no. It's going to be Providence now. I've had enough. No, yeah, okay. There you go. It's going to be problem. Kentucky almost lost to Michigan this year. How good could they be? <laughs> they kind of turned it around. No, they turned it around. Like, she was, like, really good. Also, she was really good. Like, let's, let's, let's keep it buck. Let's, let's, let's be honest. And it's not, it's not like Cal is a bad coach, all right? He gets a lot of stuff I don't think he, you know, he uh, deserves to get. So, you know, let's, let's leave it be. All right. Now we have the uh, number three Kansas State Wildcats. Another Wildcat. Wow. Very original with the names. Versus uh, number 14, uh, Montana State, I think, Bobcats? The Bobcats. Yeah, Bobcats. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> what do we think? 
like Montana State, um, but Kansas State, that I think they're the real deal. They really got a good team. I've seen them a few times this year. I'm going to go with Kansas State. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Kansas State as my team this year in March Madness. Um, I don't know why, just kind of based on vibes. Um, and who was that player that came out of Kansas State like 15 years ago? I, I really like him, Michael Beasley. Beasley. So, yeah, uh, Michael Beasley was really good. He was really yeah. good. He was so, a good behavior too, and he was in trouble. That's a good, that's a good callback. Yep. So due to Michael Beasley, I'm taking Kansas State probably to win this, uh, this the East. Well, boy, oh boy, don't spoil it. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're gonna uh, beat. They're gonna beat the Mighty Bobcats, though. Yeah, look, I want to root for the Mighty Bobcats as much as anyone else. Like those Montana schools. I mean, hey, we're all suckers for them. Uh, but here, yeah, man, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I think Kansas State's really good in the Big Twelve. They're, they're one of the better teams in the Big Twelve. So I mean, give me that easily. Uh, next, we have our only rival to uh to make. NCAA tournament, and you know, I'm not going to count Illinois as a rival, they're not a real rival, they don't matter. Um, we have the Michigan State Spartans playing a Greek classic, get your Euros out versus uh, the number 10 seeded USC Trojans. What do we kind of think of this one? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the L on this one because I was laughing at USC when they got punked by Florida Gulf Coast at the beginning of the year and was laughing about how they would get dominated if they joined the Big Ten this year. And fast forward, uh, I think the two California schools would probably run the league this year if they were in the conference. Um, I think USC is going to win this game. Uh, Tom Izzo, he does not have what he used to have in March, um, as we've seen with their loss to Ohio State, which was hilarious. Uh, so USC, they're going to win this uh, future Big Ten rivalry. Yeah, give me the Trojans as well. I can't pick Michigan State. Yeah, so stop in a Cuisina and go get yourself some uh, Greek food for this little matchup. Uh Oh, that was my favorite restaurant in Ann Arbor, by the way. That, that's that's a Pilium uh, statement right there. I love Cuisina. But uh, I, I think, you know, with Tom Izzo, with these aging coaches, what kind of happens over time, if you kind of notice, I think Bobby Knight's like final six times, like five or six appearances at Indiana, he lost in a round one every time. And I think we're witnessing a very similar trajectory of Tom Izzo, where it's just very clear, like, hey, dude, you kind of need to step away, and he's kind of going the prideful route. Give me USC. And also on top of that, the Pac-12 for a few years has kind of done really well in the tournament. Remember a few years back, Colorado made the Elite Eight or something, or Sweet 16, where they were, like, not a high seed? They're, the Pac-12 is consistently very underrated in basketball. So give me USC. I think they're a solid team. I know everyone's going to pick MSU because they think it's, you know, the perfect matchup. But I, I just don't see it with MSU. I don't think they're good, especially without a center. I, I think that's big. I, I really do think it's a massive issue. And other coaches are going to uh, exploit that. So. I just I, I just don't see it with MSU right now. So, all right. Now we have number two, Vermont. No, that's not number two. Number two, Marquette, rather, the Golden Eagles, versus number 15, Vermont. Monteclair? Monte, mosquitoes? Are they the mosquitoes, right? Uh, they're the catamounts. Catamounts. Okay, Monteclairs, I don't know what that is. But catamounts, I, I heard it once. Mosquitoes? I was trying to it. <laughs> catamounts, okay. For mosquitoes. Sure. I think they're mosquitoes, right? That's a hilarious mascot if anyone's got that. It's not a mosquito. I always thought from a distance a mosquito. It's like a weird cat. Okay. It does kind of look like a mosquito, I guess, from, from I afar. always thought it was from a distance. I was like, that's a mosquito. Okay. Well, <sighs> whatever. Okay. It's a catamount. That's a catamount. Yeah. It's a mount of cat. Give me, give me the Golden Eagles here. Um, Dwayne Wade, Marquette, basketball school. 
I think it'll be really close, actually, because Vermont makes the tournament quite often. But I think Marquette will hang on and win that one. You know, Shaka Khan's there at uh, Marquette, right? Did you mean Shaka, uh, Shaka Smart? Shaka Smart. <laughs> Who's Shaka Khan, then? She's it's like, like a, a musician. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Because <laughs> I heard the name. God damn it. That's embarrassing. All right. I'm pretty that, sure yeah. I've made that mistake yeah. before. That's an easy one to make. It is. It is. It's Shaka. Two Shakas. It's like if there's another Shia. When you hear Shia, you think LeBuff. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me, let me, you know. If it was like, I don't know. It's. Give me, give me Shaka whomsoever in, in the Marquette Golden Eagles and the, the, the team, the, the house that Henry Ellenson built, if you remember that one. All right, so we have a number one Purdue versus, a, it seems like, FAU. So what do we kind of think of that one? Uh, that's Owls. where, yeah, that for sure. That's where I'm going. They may not have someone Edie's size, but here's the thing. Big Ten refs ain't, aren't going to be there to protect him like they have all season. Uh, if he gets in foul trouble or if he has a bad day, um, they're very easy. I, I think they'll be very beatable in the tournament. And because of FAU's record and their strength of schedule and how they've had the season they've had, I'm going to pick FAU winning that one and send a Purdue packing yet again. I must be an owl. Who? Who? It's going to be the owls, man. It's going to be the owls. OVO, October very own, the owl gang. Give me the owls. I'm an owl, but I never tell you who. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right there. All right. So it seems like we have Duke or Oral Roberts versus uh, either Tennessee or Louisiana. What what are we kind of thinking? Oral Roberts, baby. They're going to beat Tennessee. Yep. Give me the Roberts. The fighting Roberts. All right. I I think I'm going to go. I think they'll go with Duke, man. I think they're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of a Duke slappy. All right. I'll be I'll be that guy. All right. So then uh we got up there. Oral Roberts, what are they? They should be the Bobcats, the Golden Eagles. Yeah, everyone's the Golden Eagles or Bobcats or Wildcats. That's the one yeah. problem with college sports. You know, I, I if there was a fight in mosquitoes or something, I'd be all over it, you know. Yeah. The low the lower divisions, that's where you get the really I uh, interesting ones. You got the UC Monticello banana slugs. I know. You see it. Is it UC Riverside? I thought. Uh, it's Mon- yeah, it's Monticello. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, we, we all know about the banana slugs. So if they were in this, oh, I'd be, I'd be all over it. But uh, we'll just kind of get to this matchup here in the uh, the Sweet 16. We'll have FAU versus uh, either Duke or Oral Roberts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep riding the owls here. Yeah, that'll be interesting. You got a nine versus a twelve in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I'm gonna go with FAU still. Who? It's the Owls, man. Give me the Owls. The Owls are the Owls are gonna beat Duke. They're gonna get their big win, uh, and it's going to be uh, it's gonna be great. They're gonna go to the Elite Eight. It's, it's gonna be dope. All right, we're gonna go down to the the lower part of the Eastern Division now. Uh, so winner of Kentucky Providence. So it seems like Kansas State versus uh Providence, right? So who do we got there? I got K-State. I spoiled it already. Yeah, I'm going to be going with Kansas State as well there. Yeah, yeah I'm going with K-State. That's, that seems like an easy one. Uh, so we got USC versus Marquette. Or the Mosquitoes. Um, yeah, just give me USC here. <laughs> really? Same. Same. I'm going Golden Eagles here. I'm, they're good. Big East is good. They're underrated, guys. They're under- you know what? 
Actually, give me USC. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling it. You know, and you guys have convinced me. <laughs> but just there always, there always seems to be one region that falls apart. And I think this is going to be the one that's that falls apart where you have a bunch of low seeds. Yeah, Marquette feels like a week two seed. Shout out OJ Mayo. I'm, I'm taking USC here. Hey, he's a buck, man. Buck for life. OJ Mayo. That, that, that's. Oh man, two K fourteen. Me and him used to win win championship after championship in Milwaukee. So you know what? That, that's a that's a that's a nostalgic name. And Larry Sanders. Glad you brought him up. And Karan Butler. Oh, that's the team right there. And Brandon Jennings. Oh man. All right. So we'll we'll finish off this little this little one down here. Kansas State versus USC. Still got the Wildcats. Yeah, I'm gonna go with them as well. Yeah, I'm going with the Cats as well. All right, them in the Elite Eight. We have the legendary FAU Owls versus our Kansas State Wildcats. Unfortunately, it's the end of the road for the Owls. Yeah, I'd say the really same thing. Yeah. They play good defense at K-State. So, uh, yeah, seems like we have we have K-State in the uh, our Final Fours here. So. Pain. I'm not the biggest K-State guy per se. Let's hop on over to probably my favorite region because I have a lot of personal connections in this one, and that's the Midwest region. Uh, just about every team, you know, I, I have some type of weird affiliation with in some way. You know, for example, Drake, I'm a fan. Colgate, I brush mm. with it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, – so uh, what, uh, let's kind of start this one off. What do we think about number one Houston, you know? Place of current residence versus Northern Kentucky. So they just lost today in the uh, tournament final uh, to Memphis, um, but I don't think they lose to Northern Kentucky. Yeah, Houston's fraudulent, but they will win the first game. No, I agree. The Cougs, the Cougs are uh, they're overrated, but the Northern Kentucky's the worst team in this you know whole conference, this whole division. So give me give me Northern Kentucky. I mean, rather Houston. No, no, no. Give me Houston. <laughs> uh, all right. So then we have a, the eighth seeded Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes versus uh, the, the the house that Eric all built, as they say, um, <laughs> versus a uh, Bruce Pearl and the number nine Auburn Tigers. War War Dam Eagle. What, what do we kind of think of that little matchup? Uh, I mean, it depends on how Iowa's shooting that day because we all know their defense won't be there. Um, uh, I'm just going to go and say Bruce Pearl and Auburn get that win just because I think the Big Ten's going to have a pretty miserable year in the tournament. Yeah, as much as I'd like to say that Cade McNamara's mere presence on campus will um, propel Iowa to a victory, um, I just I just don't think I can pick him here. I think i got to go Auburn. Yeah, it's hard to trust those teams that are just either hot shooters or not hot shooters in, in tournaments. I don't like that. They're playing in an unfamiliar environment. I think that's really hard to pick that. Give me Bruce Pearl and, 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 and the War Damn Tigers here. Um, all right. We have the house that Pilliam built in the fifth seed of Miami Hurricanes versus uh, Pilliam's favorite artist, the 12th seeded Drake Bulldogs. What would we kind of think here? I think uh, Drake's going to take care of business here. Uh, just hold on. We're going home. So I think Miami will win that one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good little reference. <laughs> oh, man, I got to think of one. Uh, what's? Oh, my gosh. What's the name of the song where he's dancing, dancing on Miami's campus? I remember that when I, when, I, when I first got in. That was the big video. God's Plan. Well, it's God's Plan. 
for uh, Miami to win this game. So, you know what? Unfortunately, Drake, you know, you're not going to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. So, you know, just, uh, you know, just take care, as they say. Uh, Hurricanes. Uh, we have the fourth seeded Indiana Hoosiers, another personal team to myself. You know, a lot, a lot of family went to IU versus the 13th seeded Kent State Golden Flashes. What do we kind of think there? Give me Kent State all day. Uh, I think I think TJD takes them, leads them to victory here. I'm going to take Indiana. Kent State, in my opinion, is the second best mid-major team in this in this entire tournament. Kent State, they ball, dude. They are good. Give me the Golden Flashes. They they are they are a rascally little basketball team up there. So, you know, g- give me the give me the Kent State Golden Flashes over the Hoosiers in a really disappointing year for Indiana. If we're being very honest, so. Really disappointing year for the Big Ten in my my, uh, my bracket, but that seems to be the trend for the last couple of years. So then, all right. So next game we have a uh, number six Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, another good friend of mine. You know, he's he's a tornado bird on Twitter. He's a uh, he's a cyclone playing either Mississippi State or Pittsburgh. So what, what do we think there? <laughs> Give me Pittsburgh. Ooh, that's a double upset for me. Wow, okay. I think Mississippi State beats Pitt, and uh, they'll beat Iowa State as well. Look, Iowa State's good. They're good. Give me, give me, give me over the Bulldogs. I, I don't trust Pitt, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, it should have been, been Rutgers here. That, that was criminal what happened to them. They deserve to be in this game. Uh, but, yeah, give me the Bulldogs. Uh, Lose, falling to a number the succeeded Cyclones. Next, another one of my best friends goes to Xavier. The third, the third uh, seed Huskies, not Huskies, Muskies rather, is <laughs> the Musketeers versus number fourteen Kennesaw State, which another good Twitter friend of mine is a, is, a, is a fan of. So really, really a crazy kind of you know seeding bracket here. So what, what do we kind of think of this one? Uh, Kennesaw State, they are also the Owls and. Xavier is right. coach, coached by Thad Mata, so I'm going with Kennesaw State. I agree. Give me the Owls. Um, never, never seen them play, I don't believe, um, but I'm going to take them. Year of the Owl. TV. It's the year of the Owl. I hate to be the one deviating from the from the norm here, but I'm going to go with the uh, the Musketeers, man. Sean Miller can coach up in the uh, NCAA tournament. And, you know, that's a that's an underrated Xavier team, I think. Give me the Muskets. All right, now we have uh, the seventh-rated Texas A&M fighting Texas Aggies versus uh, the tenth-seeded Penn State Nittany Lions. I uh, I know a great great deal about Texas A&M fans and how they are, and I know they're only going to be looking ahead to what what could happen in the next round. So for right. that, I'm going to say A&M. Um, I think we're not going to get the dream matchup because uh, the NIL frauds are going to fall to Penn State. Look, Penn State's really hot right now. That's a hot team. I, give me, give me Penn State. Actually, I, I never thought I'd say that I'd never lived to see the day that they would win a game in the NCAA tournament. But it seems as if hell is frozen over, and uh, the Nittany Lions uh, will win an NCAA basketball game, and Michigan is not in it. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Next, we have the the number two uh, seeded University of Texas at Austin Longhorns. Versus the 15th seeded Colgate toothpaste. What do we think of that one? 
Uh, I think it'll be a very close game again, but I think Texas is going to be advancing in that one to set up the dream matchup. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a Crest guy. I've never really understood the Colgate hype, so uh, I'll take Texas. That's funny. I, I I'm actually more of an Aquafresh guy myself. Um, yeah, give give me the horns here. You know, horns up. I guess. All right. We'll, we'll kind of continue from there. You know, we either got the uh, the Texas showdown between Texas Texas A and M, a game we finally get to see again, and or uh, Texas Penn State. What do we kind of think there? Uh, I'm gonna go with A and M and the Lone Star showdown on the hardwood. Texas, I think, I guess. <laughs> Texas. I think Texas is really good, in my opinion. Give me the horns. I think the horns are for real over Penn State. Then we have uh, either the Owls, uh, Kennesaw State, or Xavier versus uh, Iowa State or uh, Pittsburgh. Give me Pitt. You're big in this Pitt thing, man. I'm. I don't know why, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking Pitt because we lost go. to Michigan by 25. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Owls again here and uh, keep that hope left for a uh, two Owls making the Elite Eight. An All-Owls National Championship would be something. That would be nice, but unfortunately, Xavier's going to beat him round one. Um, I really like Iowa State. Like they play gritty D, but I, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Xavier. Uh, I still trust the Muskies. So, yeah, that's that's going to set up a big game uh, for Steady Eddie there, for uh, Xavier versus Texas for me, and uh, Kennesaw State versus uh, Texas as well, or Texas a and what, what, what do you kind of think of that elite, that Sweet 16 matchup? So, for me, that would be uh, A&M versus Kennesaw State. And I don't, I don't buy a And M like making a Final Four run. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm going yeah. Kennesaw State. There you go. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Texas, I guess. Um, I, I don't like Texas. I don't like their school, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride them here. Yeah, give me the horns for the Elite Eight. I think they're a really solid team. All right, let's pop on back up to the to the top part of the Midwestern bracket. We got a. Indiana or Kent State versus uh, Miami, it appears. I'm going to go with Miami over Kent State. I'll take Indiana over Drake. You know, I mean, it's it's really tough, you know, but uh, it's her loss. You know, it's it's going to be Miami. You know, that's that's who's doing it. I'm just going to keep having Drake references now. They beat uh, – I can't do this all time. I did this one one, one time with my friends. I couldn't do the Drake thing. <laughs> it's going to be Miami. Miami's going to beat Kent State. I really like Kent State a lot. You know what? Actually, I'm going to reverse that. Give me Kent State. Give me the Golden Flashes. I think they beat Miami. Now that I've thought about it, give me give me Kent State. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of convincing on my end. Yeah, give me, give me Kent State. Give me Golden Flashes. All right. We have uh, Houston versus Auburn. Houston. Yeah, it is upsetting how Houston has just kind of an easy run to the the lead eight. It yeah. looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take Houston here. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking the hometown Cougs as well. You know, the tournaments here in Houston, so it's it's I think it's gonna be Cougs. 
So, what do you think, WD? Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna Houston uh, to the lead eight. Yeah, my my, my I agree. I, I think they beat a, I think they beat Kent State in that next round, and uh, you guys kind of agree with that as well. Yeah, I think the re, I think the run ends in the Sweet Sixteen for whoever makes. It. I think Houston. I don't think they're that good. I really don't, but uh, you know. It'll be interesting. They'll have the home court advantage if they get to the final four. Yeah, no, it's gonna be weird. And I mean, that, there's a ton of UH fans, man. They're they're all over the place. Uh all right. So for this lead eight matchup, we have either Houston versus Texas or Kennesaw State. What are you kind of thinking? Unfortunately, Goliath gets David here, and Houston goes to Houston for the final four. I think Texas beats Houston. I agree. I'm on team Texas here. Yeah, horns up, man. Horns up. Steady Eddie is happy to know. Uh, all right. Let's kick it on over to the uh, the final uh, the final bracket here. Uh, so we have the Western Division. We have a first uh, first seed rated uh, Kansas, the Jayhawks, uh, versus 16th seeded uh, Howard uh, Bison. What do we think of that matchup? Kansas. I I also think Kansas will win this game. Yeah, give me a give, give me self and a Grady Dick. I mean, Howard actually had a really good year this year. They're 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 a pretty solid team, but you know, I think Kansas is a bit too much for them. So, all right, we have the eighth seed at Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, this is the house that Sam Pittman built versus uh everyone's favorite coaching carousel, Illinois. <laughs> Uh, just happy coaches over there. What do we kind of think of the, the, the happy slappies up there at uh, Illinois versus uh, the Razorbacks? Uh, not only is it Brad Underwood in the month of March, but my brother is an Arkansas grad. Uh, they got no shot. Arkansas is going to whoop Illinois. I agree. Arkansas beats our non-rivals, Illinois. Yeah, I agree. I think that really that really pissed off coach there is going to be. Really upset with that game. Give me, give me the, give me the hogs, man. Give me the hogs. All right. Next is St. Mary's. I think they're the the Gales, right? They're the Gales. Yeah. The Gales. Okay, I got that one right. Versus, hey, look who it is, old friend Zeb Jackson, Zebediah, and Brandon Johnson, aka Brandon Brandon Johns Jr. Rather, aka Beige, for Virginia Commonwealth University at the 12 seed. What do we kind of think here? It's it's gonna hurt, but uh, I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go VCU here. Yeah, give me the transfers, uh, Brandon Johns, Seb Jackson. I'm I'm riding with them. They're my guys this this tournament. Give me Beige or give me Death. I get I got the Virginia Commonwealth Rams doing it. They're they're good, man. Every single time they're in the tournament, they're good. Watch out for those VCU Rams, man. Uh, that's what I'm going with. We have a next. Shaka Sha- a- Khan's former. Uh, <laughs> Shut up! The callback there. That's a great callback. God damn it! (laughs) All right, we have uh, the fourth seed, UConn Huskies, versus the thirteenth seed, uh, non-controversially coached uh, Rick Pitino, Iona. Also the Gales, right? Yes, yes, they are actually. Yeah, they're also the Gales. A lot of Gales out here. Yeah, I'm gonna go. It makes me sick, but I think I think Pitino is gonna get that upset. I, I can't do it. Give me UConn here. I, I don't I don't want Rick Pitino. 
No, so he's never I won saw, an NCAA game in my mind. An NCAA uh, tournament game? Never. Can't recall any. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, I, I saw Scream 6 this weekend with, with Gale Weathers. And I've watched quite a bit of UConn. I think UConn's a lot better. So give me the Huskies. <laughs> All right. So we have the Huskies versus the Virginia Commonwealth Rams. What do you kind of think there? Give me you. Uh, well, I picked Iona there, so I'm going to go with VCU over Iona. Okay, they, they made it the Sweet 16. Good for good for Beach. Yeah. Yep, give me Beach. <sighs> yeah, I I think the, I think the the magic ends. I, I think UConn does it, unfortunately. I think that I think they pull it off over over bees and the boys. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Then we have Arkansas. You know, easy easy dub Arkansas versus Kansas and Grady Dick. What do we kind of think there? Uh, sorry, Josh, but I'm gonna have to go with Kansas for that one. Yeah, I think uh, Grady Dick, Jalen Wilson hurts to say, but they're a good squad. Yeah, I'm rolling with former Michigan commit Jalen Wilson. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Hey, God. Talk too much about it, you know. And you, you just know if he came here, he wouldn't be here all four years. I, hey guys, hey guys, you know we gotta. Okay, I know, I know. <laughs> Football, football's coming up. Football's coming. Up. We got spring game coming up. You know, we got. You know, we'll be good. We'll be good. We'll be good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think for that uh, Sweet Sixteen round, we got what a uh, Kansas versus uh either. VCU or UConn. So what are, what are we kind of thinking there? Uh, unfortunately, I think the defending champions will uh, be moving on over VCU. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will also. It's a good squad. Not so fast, my friend. Give it to UConn Huskies in the Elite Eight. Oh. Yup. Just when you think you get to know the Pillium, the Pillium switches up on you. Who knows? He's such a wacky character. Who knows what he'll do next? Yep, give me the Huskies. All right, so have we been just been avoiding the sixth game, uh, avoiding talking about this team, or okay, mm. playoff the sixty-five to seven is uh, our sixth seed this this game, and they'll be playing either uh, Arizona State or Nevada. So who, who do you think you know balls up in that game? Frankie Collins or uh, sixty-five to seven? Um, oh, wow. I'm picking Nevada over Arizona State in the first four. Bold choice. And then I think, unfortunately, sixty-five to seven wins that first round of game. Yeah, I think uh, despite losing the national championship, sixty-five to seven, I think I think they're going to win this first round game. Yeah, I mean, kind of a cool little border war here. If we're going to be honest with Arizona State and Nevada. It's kind of nice. Um, very cool. So good for them. Uh, Frankie Collins gets to go to the NCAA tournament. Very nice for him. Uh, then sixty-five to seven, sixty-five to seven, we'll take him out. Yeah, that hurts. Um, how are they so good in sports all of a sudden? I keep talking about this, but like, how are they good in everything now? Like, what are they? What What are they doing over there? I don't get that. It's, it's such a weird school to be good. I I just can't wait for it to end. I, I really want to get a home and home with them at some point. I want to see them again. I'm not over that. All right, next we have a uh, Gonzaga, the third seed, versus another Arizona, another Zony school. Uh, you might have seen their commercials. Grand Canyon University, number 14. The the, the antelopes, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? Yep. Gotcha. Okay, there you go. I'm on with my mascots. What do you think of that? 
Mm, that's a tough one, I think. I, I've seen Grand Canyon before. They're a good team, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Gonzaga. Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, Gonzaga not being like an overrated one seed this year. This might be the year they finally make a nice run. Gotcha. No, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think Gonzaga's kind of, with the whole, you know, St. Mary's kind of coming alive in the, in the conference, you know, everyone's kind of been sleeping on Gonzaga a little bit. And I'm not a Gonzaga fan at all. I, I really dislike them. Um, so, yeah, give me Gonzaga versus uh, 65 to 7 in the second round. Uh, let's hop on down to uh, the seventh seed, Northwestern Wildcats, uh, versus the tenth seed, Boise State Broncos, the Bluefields. What do you kind of think of that one? I'm going to pick Northwestern there. Yeah, I'd like to see Northwestern get a win here. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of want to pick Boise State here. Like, but like, when you got a guy like Boo Booey out here just like going crazy, it's really tough to like. I, this, I think, this is a tough matchup to pick. And you know what? I, I'm going to go against my better judgment. And I'm going to pick Boise State. So I'm going to pick the Bluefields over the Nerds. Uh, next, we have a number two future Big Ten, a Big Ten country, UCLA Bruins. That's that. That just screams Big Ten to me. Uh, versus a number fifteen seeded a uh, UNC Asheville. Very cool. Spartans or Bulldogs? One of the two. Bulldogs. Um, but, yeah, um, that's, not, that's not who I'm picking, though. I'm going to pick UCLA in this game. Yeah, I think UCLA is a team that I think can make a run here. Another – a lot of uh, lot of familiar foes that kind of uh, hurts to see them in the tournament again. But I think UCLA is pretty good. I think they're going to make a run. I know, I know. It's, it's it's actually like, hey, how can we like have the most upsetting? Uh, the only worst of Notre Dame and Ohio State made the made the tournament this year. That would have been terrible. That would have been the worst. That's a nightmare scenario. That's Defcon one. Um, yeah, give me give me uh, UCLA. I like UCLA, so you know, give me. A... So uh, next we have a sixty-five to seven versus Gonzaga. What are we kind of thinking of that one? Give me to me. That's a good one. I like that reference. Yeah, give give me Gonzaga by hopefully fifty there, so TCU can uh, enjoy a little sixty-five to seven and hard work yeah. too. I predict Gonzaga will win sixty-five to seven. Look, life is full of suffering and pain, and I think sixty-five to seven gets the upset here over the Zags. Make mm. the Sweet Sixteen. Life is full of suffering for Michigan fans. Uh, next is UCLA versus either Nerdwestern or Boise State. So that's a uh, another future Big Ten matchup, Northwestern UCLA, uh, and I just think UCLA they've unfortunately got a good team this year, and I hate saying it, but I'm giving UCLA there. Really, not a big UCLA guy? No, no, their whole John Wooden, he mm, that whole thing they're built up on is full of cheating. So uh, yeah, I, that's I could do a whole podcast on that. My problems with UCLA and Indiana, but uh, we'll save that for another day. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard this before. All right. What do you What do you think, Doc? Uh, yeah, I think Campbell Soup, uh, Jamie Jacquez. I think they're just going to be too much for the nerds. I think they'll take down Northwestern and their dog coach who gets on his knees on the, in the middle of the game. <laughs> yes, he he does have some energy. He's got some spunk to him. I like him. Uh, yeah. So here's what I'll say about uh the, the home of the famous Idaho potato. Good little run here. Not a basketball school. I mean, you know, good for them. Future Pac-12 member, Boise State, falls the former Big 12 leader, I mean, Pac-12 leader, 
UCLA. I, I really like that team. I like uh, – I love Tiger. I love a lot of the players they have on that team. I think they're ballers. Give me UCLA. So, in the Sweet 16 – yeah, we're in the Sweet 16 now, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we either have 65-7 to 7 or uh, Gonzaga versus UCLA. What do we think? UCLA, once again, beats Team A. Yeah, I'm going with the same thing. You go to UCLA. Yeah, I'm giving. I'm getting going with UCLA. Uh, all right, and then in this, uh, what do we have up here? It's uh, either Kansas or UConn for that. Uh, for that first, uh, for the Sweet Sixteen. What do you kind of think? Yeah, unfortunately, I think Kansas probably takes it. Just, yeah, they're just too good. Same. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I repeated that matchup, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. I, I saw I'd go with UConn, go with UConn over over uh, Kansas. All right, so then we have a a matchup between their Kansas slash uh, UConn versus UCLA. What, what do we think? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kansas over UCLA, and they'll go back to the Final Four. Give me UCLA to take down the defending champs and that cheater Bill Self. I'm going UCLA as well. I'm a huge fan of them, man. I, I really think they're a super good team out there. They're play super late at night. No one's watching them. No one's talking about the Pac-12. Give me the UCLA Bruins. Future Michigan annual matchup opponent in football. The house that Jim Harbaugh will own, the Rose Bowl. All right. Michigan so, rival. I don't, that's a rival. That's a rivalry. We got a new rivalry. All right. Finally, we have our final four. For me, it's looking like Alabama, K-State, Texas, and UCLA. My final four is San Diego State, Kansas State, Houston, and Kansas. I haven't been to write these down, but I think I went Arizona, K-State, Texas, and UCLA. Yep. All right, all right. So I think for game one for me, a lot, of, a lot of Southwestern teams here, if we're, if we're going to be honest, if we're really talking about it, you know. I kind of noticed that. Um, you know, really not a whole lot of uh, Northern teams good this year. Kind of kind of sad. Um, I got Alabama versus K-State. I think K-State pulls it off. I think they end up in the championship. I, I think they beat Alabama. I agree. I got K-State over Arizona. The Wildcats will beat the Wildcats. Wow. That's- Make that three for three because I'm I'm picking Kansas State over San Diego State in the final wow. four. Go Wildcats! All right, for me it's Texas UCLA, and I got the Fighting Bruins. I agree. I got the Bruins over the uh, the Longhorns, and I've got in Kansas going into Houston and beating Houston basically in a road game at the final four, and it sets up the Sunflower State Apocalypse National Championship. Kansas versus Kansas State, and I will go with Kansas State dealing Kansas with one of their biggest blows of all time, winning a national championship and <laughs> throwing that state into complete chaos. Wow. I like that pick. That's a really good one. That's a great pick. I I would love to pick Kansas State here, and I hope they do it, but I think UCLA is going to do it. So um, I'll, I'll be cheering for Kansas State in this matchup, but uh, – I think UCLA wins it. Give me the Bruins, man. Your national championship winning UCLA Bruins. The program finally revives itself. 
takes itself back to new heights and UCLA's back just before they join the Big Ten to dominate that conference of basketball as well, our conference of basketball as well. So that's kind of how I'm feeling uh, in Houston, you know. Down here, I'll, I'll have a bunch of Bruins around me celebrating. So that's kind of what I'm feeling. So, yeah, there you go. And I, I don't know about your guys' bracket, but for mine, not a single Big Ten team makes it out of the first weekend. No, neither for me. I don't, I don't have any. I think Purdue makes it the furthest. Yeah, I don't believe I did either. Got some second rounders. That's it. I mean, we're spitting truths, man. Watch it be like a Purdue, Michigan State, Illinois, <laughs> an Iowa final. That'd be crazy. Or Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. So, all right. Yeah, that, that's good. And speaking of brackets, one thing we should talk about really, quick, really quickly, you know, it's kind of like this has been a really long pod. But a shout out to the hockey team, man, beating Ohio State. You know, we should have brought that up earlier, but shout for shout for being uh, Ohio State. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to uh, playing a uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota up there in the championship. It's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game. We've been there before, so we can definitely do it. Excited to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Go blue. Uh, great win over Ohio State, just like football. And uh, excited to see what this team does in the uh, in the tournament. Definitely. I mean, regardless of result in the uh, conference title game, tournament title game, um, I think we've pretty much locked up a one seed according to all the probabilities, which is a blessing and curse at the same time because one seeds do not tend to fare very well in the NCAA tournament. So hopefully we can buck that trend. But let's win a conference tournament two years in a row first. We beat them on their home ice last year. They threw bottles on the ice and booed like crazy. Let's do it again. Yeah. All right. Just cleans it up for that con- that tournament that no one's going to be watching. So. Yep. Uh, True TV. Don't don't get it. It's not worth it. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the real tournament will be played on ESPN and ESPN two. Yeah, we'll be talking about that real tournament in a little while. If you've stayed this long in the pod, you know, greatly appreciate it, guys. You know. That's true. It's All right. So we uh, yeah we wrapping this this segment up. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, WD, you want to take us out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're getting close to a milestone here, another one. Uh, it has been 1,198 days and counting since Ohio State has beaten Michigan. That's quite a lot of days. Go Blue. Go Blue. Thanks for All right, thanks, everybody. Up.